Welcome back to Self Revelations Podcast. It's your boy B Dab. And I am Juan Moreno. Juan Aveli, man. How you feeling? How you been this past week? Man, I've been great. Everything's going good. You know, just like I'm starting to do this thing too. I'm like starting to like incorporate like because of this podcast, like to study things from mm-hmm. like week to week, whether it's like a philosophy, an idea, health, or a way of basically it's like self help, like ways to better myself within what I'm currently doing with whether it's my job, whether it's being a better friend, whether it's being being a be- better brother, um, being a better, you know, spouse in a relationship, like just be a better person, basically what I'm trying to do. So I'll try to study those th- things or even try to increase my health. So right now I've been kind of looking into the perception of time, mm. like not doing things always based off of a deadline Obviously, you want to have a deadline for certain things and then it'll help you complete it and get it done. But to also let go of a deadline when it comes to, like, success. So you have to have, like, a balance of time. Also, not getting caught up in the perception of time. Because in reality, there really is no time when it comes to, like, reaching a certain point. Or in case you have a um, a timeline. But kind of like trees, trees, animals. There's no fucking time. It's just mm-hmm. night and day. And like they're not thinking about five, ten years or whatever. Like I'm starting to let go of like not judging myself too much if I don't get it at this moment. But like just continuing, continuing to plant the seeds so I can reach that destination through hard work, persistent, consistent and letting my fruits of labor come to fruition when the time comes by just doing those things every day. So that's kind of what I've been studying and looking into and testing my ideas and looking at my life and seeing like things that I quit or I didn't pursue because of whether it was how I was feeling at that moment or whether it was, I wasn't getting the gratification right now. So I just kind of gave up. So I was, yeah. So that's what I've been doing, studying myself when it comes to time and time itself. Yeah. Do you think it's quite common for like people to give up on their things based on how they feel like at that immediate moment or if it's not, you know, stimulating to them anymore? Like <clears throat> if they're pursuing something, it might be a sport or, you know, maybe it's music or whatever. Do You think a lot of people tend to give up on their dreams? Yeah, I think people sometimes get caught up into too much into their head of like not getting what the results like day one or day two or even a month or a year. And sometimes, you know, life happens. So that's why people aren't consistent because life is always going on, you know, like every day really is a new day. And sometimes, you know, you have things that happen or thoughts or patterns that you have created throughout your whole life that causes you to stray away from something that you really are passionate about or you believe. And especially for people who like don't have a foundation or didn't have like that guidance, and some people who like are super consistent like you are one person like i had texted you yesterday because mm. i was like watching i was editing a clip i just seen how persistent you are how consistent you are and the things that you're doing like you've been doing this for years now and i'm just for me it's like for you you might even think about it or maybe you do but from the outsiders might not even catch it but i'm a type of person where i try to like study people or maybe i think differently compared to the other person i mean everybody else does but I'll catch on to things that a lot of people don't see. So, like, mm-hmm. I, like when I was listening to you on the podcast, when I was editing, I was kind of like, oh, man, like, he's been doing the same thing consistently, like, for years. 
And I'll try to think, like, what is it that keeps him there? Or mm. what is it that, was it the foundation? Like, his family helped him get there. He realized it within himself. Like, that's a question you can answer. Mm. But, like, that right there is kind of what people don't have because they didn't have either supportive people around them. They were caught up in the gossip of, like, their family and friends telling them all this and questioning them and they were already vulnerable and doubting if they want to pursue what they want to pursue. And then the people from the outside noise would get in too much. I feel like that's something that's not really talked about too, when it comes to people that don't pursue their dreams. Like the outside noise does get to you. Like, mm -hmm. especially if you're not really sure if that's what you want to do, because you know, a lot of everybody has like a little bit of self doubt sometimes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you're trying to be open about it and you're open to the wrong person, they could shut down that idea and that could have been actually your true pathway. Mm -hmm. And the fact that somebody who you trusted or loved or that's near you all the time to tells you that that's, a, that's dumb. Like, you shouldn't do it. That's not going to last. That's only one out of a million people do it. Like, mm -hmm. you think you're going to do it, and then you start to, like, create that idea that, you know what, maybe there's something else I can do. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel sometimes a part of that destroys people's dreams or pursuits. Yeah, pro projecting their limitations on you, like – this isn't a reality in their head. So they're like, okay, you can't do it because I can't, you know what I'm saying? So that does, and it hurts a lot of, you know, a lot of people, it can be like, I know one episode we talked about, like, you know, even like, like little kids, like you putting your limitations on them can stunt their growth. Like later on in their life, it can, it can both benefit them or it can help them. You know, if you telling them like you can be whatever you want to be versus, you can't do that. You'll never be anything. That's two, you know, mm -hmm. that's two different things. You don't say two different ends of the spectrum that can harm and help. So, um, but yeah, like a lot of people project, you know, and it's, it's, it's hard to come across people that, that want to influence, you know, your, you or the people around them. That's why like me personally, I, I appreciate like running into people that are like that or positive minded people, open minded and positive minded people. You know what I'm saying? Obviously people everybody goes through stuff, you know what I mean? You can't control how somebody's gonna react to something, but you appreciate someone who's like, Okay, today, you know, might not have been the best day, but I woke up. I still, you know, I'm able to walk, I have all my limbs, you know, I, you know, have a roof over my head, I have clothes on my back, you know, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? You have to appreciate that type of people. That's the type of people I want in my life. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because when I'm down and maybe I, I'm not in that mindset, I know, you know, I have people like that that can pick me up. You right. know what I'm saying? In a way. Mm -hmm. You feel me? What are some of the things that you believe that kept you consistent? Whether do you think it was your family? Like, examples are like what I hear from a lot of people are my family encouraged me to do the things that I ended up now being a passionate about at first i just wanted to play football because i played at recess or mm -hmm. i had my uncle or my cousins that played football and i watched football so that made me get into football and then my family encouraged it and then boom here i am 20 years later still playing football mm -hmm. like what do you think when you think about it right now what is it that you feel kind of helped you be consistent on that path when others don't um i, I just always have Loved football, so watching it at an early age, I think that's what sparked, like, you know, my interest for it. And then actually playing it, I just fell in love with it because it was fun, bro. I'm like, what? Like, I get to knock people on the ass. Like, I get to score touchdowns. Like, 
this is lit. This ain't like, you know, basketball. This ain't like, you know, hockey or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, I just, that was the first thing that I really picked up. And, yeah, I like, you know, other sports. I like all sports for real, but football was the main one that, like, like got me. And I'm like, man, this is, like, this is, this is dope. And, you know, just, like, the lessons you learn from football, you know what I mean? You know, you have to do your 111 or else the whole team can be affected. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it just ties so much into everything else. And as, as I learned, like, throughout time, you know, once I got, I played Pop Warner and then I went to high school, learning from high school and then high school to the junior college to four-year to professional. Like, you know, there's messages in every level of, you know, sports. You know, like, I can't, like, if I'm messing up, pointing the finger don't do nothing for nobody. You got to look internally take accountability and get better for yourself you know what i'm saying like you know this weekend we just got you know blown out we just got beat bad you know so i could sit here and make all the excuses in the world like oh well this this and that and oh they didn't they didn't do this they didn't run this play that play not at the end of the day we flat out lost i had to be better you know what i'm saying if i maybe if i get two three picks we're in that game you know what i'm saying so Um, you know, and, you know, not pointing the finger, you know, taking accountability. Okay, this play, I could have played better instead of being like, oh, this guy is the reason that this happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just so many lessons within, like, you know, sports in general with football. You know what I mean? Like, it really makes you, like, realize, like, how much it ties into the real world, you know, family-wise or business-wise. Like, it's a team. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So. No, no. The main thing that that drew me to it was like, like, bro, it's just like I just fell in love with it. Like it was just something like out of all the sports I played, like football was just the one. You know what I'm saying? It's like hard to explain. Mm-hmm. No, I think you you explained it pretty well. I was thinking too, like I'm gonna make this more like a broader question mm. because I wanted to like not only re- relate to like the athlete mind mindset, but also even the regular nine to five human being mindset as well when you see that you know it's you're in a team whether it's at a job whether it's on a football field whether it's on a basketball court and let's say you're doing your job yeah there's things you could work on and you and you acknowledge it and you're aware of it your coaches might even bring it up to you but you're like i know like i got it like i'm gonna work on this i know what i need to do to be better at this mm. And let's say you're doing your job in a game or when the pressure's on and then you see, like, let's say fellow players on the other team that might not be very aware or maybe sometimes don't take it serious. Or maybe their their way of, like, you know, they made it this far, they're just happy of where they're at and they don't want to excel. Because I know a lot of people even at my job that, you know, they're they're okay, they're content with what the, where they're at. Well, I don't even know if they're really content because they complain. So I feel like if you're content with where you're at, you don't complain. Mm-hmm. So, and you see people that not take it serious or like they don't care, but then yet they want the opportunity to get paid more because they they're there, but yet you know they don't even fucking do half of the shit that you do because mm-hmm. you put in the time in. And you see other players that you know well are well more deserving than the certain talkers that they want the opportunity and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How do you manage yourself? knowing that I'm doing my job, I'm doing everything I can to try to help the team and I'm going to work on the things that I've seen that I slipped up in the game. And then you see other people that aren't maybe putting in their 
hundred percent effort. How do you, how do you stay composed and how do you not blame people? Well, first of all, you, you're, you have to have tunnel vision on yourself. Mm-hmm. So it has to be, um, you know, elevation from yourself. So you gotta, first you gotta evaluate what's in the mirror. You gotta look in the mirror. Okay. What do I, what did I do? How, how can I improve? I gotta do this, this and that. That's in the, in you know the football field or in the workforce, you know, okay, what can I do to improve? Okay, I'm working on this because you can influence people by two different ways, by actions or by you know inspiring them. You know what I mean? And I feel like I'm more of a through actions type of guy. So if they see you know maybe I make a mistake week one, week two I don't make that same mistake and I'm better. Week three, um, eating they see the you know the fruits of my labor. Like oh this guy has been working this whole time and he's getting the opportunities. That might inspire them to maybe want to work harder or maybe hmm, he shuts his mouth and goes to work every single fucking day and does not complain. Let me actually shut my mouth and and try to work and see where that goes. And if they don't, if they don't do it, then it is what it is. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like people are going to either be stuck in their ways, like you're either going to get better, or you're going to get worse. So if they're not working to improve or Maybe they're not in the right headspace to improve, bro. You can't force nobody. You know what I'm saying? You can give them words of encouragement. You can't, uh, you know, force a horse to drink the water. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so I, I feel like, you know, through actions, you know, that speaks volumes, you know, in, in any setting or, or anything like that. Because I'm sure in a lot of settings, like you lead by example, especially with your, you know, you're the oldest of nine. You know what I'm saying? Like when they look at you and see how, you're going in life and how you are and how you move, not only in front of the camera, but off the camera. Cause I, I know you are, and I am too. I'm the same person off camera or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not putting on no personality. You feel me? Like, like you said, like that last week, like it's in me, not on me. You you feel me? Like, like this, this shit is like a lifestyle. So, you know, um, like basically being a leader uh, through actions, uh, it speaks volumes. Nah, that was beautifully. That was beautifully said. Uh, what do you feel like you feel more, or what may maybe impacts you more uh, when it comes to wins and losses? As in, what I'm trying to say is that what's the what's the emo, you know what's what lingers longer, or what what maybe makes more of an impact where you learn and you do more. I, I don't like I don't like to say. That because I, I used to be in the mindset of saying like losses teach me more, but at the same time, bro, winning games teach you a lot too. Because I, I don't know how other people like prepare, like, or you know, or anything like that. But even in wins, I'm looking for stuff like, okay, I did this wrong, I need to work on that, I did this wrong, work on that. Losses, okay, I need to do this, I need to do that. Like, it's the same kind of like preparation for me. There's always like room for growth. I don't care if I if I had a perfect game, uh, A plus uh, grade. No, I I there's somewhere I can improve. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's perfect. Far from it. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like once you really tap into that, to that um, you know that mindset, and you really humble yourself and be like, okay. Let me look at every single detail. Oh, did I break off the wrong foot to go to this route? Oh, did I put the wrong hand up? Oh, did I give up a catch? Did I miss a tackle? Did I put my head on the wrong side during a tackle? There's a whole bunch of details that you can always change or or improve in your game. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, 
No, I was thinking about too. I was thinking mm. about like you know how for you you have to like level up in competition. Mm. Like if you want to get to the NFL, if you want to get to the NBA, if you want to be a CEO, if you want to be an executive, if you want to be the you know the next step that you know requires a lot more responsibility to the outside mm. to the outside it seems like more responsibility. Mm. But then for me when I think about it it's just like oh no, it's just more things I have to learn and adapt to in order to do whatever job well. I just need to incorporate some things, either work on my communication. I need to work on my my hand-eye coordination, whether it's like, you know, adapting to the competition. You know, I can't be lazy when I'm backpedaling. I can't be lazy when I turn my hip. I can't just ignore the small things when I'm talking to my fellow team members. And now that I'm a higher role, I have to make sure that the vision is clear of what we're trying to do here. Like you see some people move up to maybe a higher level. Like they were a regular associate or you were in, you know, college D one mm. and then you go to the NFL or you go, you know, the CFL or the IFL or these, uh, another league where the competition is obviously a little bit more higher. Cause not everybody mm. makes a team, even though you might have shared a similar story. You see people like level up, and then it was like hard to get there or it was hard to adapt. They failed a few times, went through anxiety, went through every emotion to get to that next step. And then they finally get there. They're getting accustomed. They get comfortable. And then they, they just stay there. Mm. And then you see the other people that climbed to that spot, stressed out, went through all the emotions as well. But then they're like, oh, no, we're not done here. And then they go up to another mm. spot. And they just keep going until whatever destination it is when it comes to like pursuing the next level up whether in a passion or in a career like for you what keeps you keeping going up in competition and adapting when you see others are just comfortable at that spot well it starts off from the foundation if you don't have a foundation of already wanting to get better you're not going to have those desires you're going to be complacent like mm -hmm. if your mindset was like if my mindset was like so when I was a kid, I want to play arena ball, right? That's fine. That's perfectly fine. But once I get there, it is what it is. But when I was young, when I was a kid, I was thinking NFL. I want to play in the NFL. I want to be one of the greats at in the NFL. So I got to work for that. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, stuff pan out. I end up, you know, there's steps to to be made, you know, undrafted. Okay. I'm going to play an arena. I want to play arena. I want to go to CFL if I have to, you know, CFL. Or if I go to CFL, I want to go to NFL. That's the ultimate goal. You know what I'm saying? I want to be, I want to have a career in the NFL. So, um, and constantly wanting to get better regardless, whether if I'm getting stronger, whether I'm getting faster, there's always an aspect of growth. You know what I'm saying? And it's not going to stop. It doesn't matter if I'm a rookie, how I am now, or if I'm eight years in, there's always going to be growth. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter how long, even if I get, if I'm like, okay, I'm in the IFL for longer than I expect. It doesn't matter. Just enjoy the ride. And once I go up, you know, work to get a bump up again. You know what I'm saying? Always got to improve. You got to keep improving. So I think it all starts from the foundation. Like for other people, like if your foundation isn't to where, you know, your work, you want to get better, you want to grow, you want to, uh, you know, grind then you're not going to have that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it is that it is what it is. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was thinking about it right now too. I was thinking about like some of the things that because I, I, me, I like to like simplify things mm. to make it simple to reduce the noise, reduce me getting in my way or stopping me from doing things. And I was like, you know, with some of the things that I really want to do, I, I can't put a number on it, but like one of them is I want to service people, which mm. is like help people, whether it's inspiring people, giving them like a different perspective, a different light. Because you see in the world, like everything's a lot of based on fear, like the news. Mm what you see on social media, the fear of missing out, investments, the people around you. Like, a lot of things are based on fear. And so I always like to give, like, a more optimistic view of doing things. And, like, you know, I because sometimes people that do move in fear are successful as well. Like, there's some people that use, you know, negative emotions, anger, and put that towards, you know, motivating themselves to get a job done and create greatness through that. Like, the Michael Jordans, like... You see, like Michael Jordan's mindset and LeBron's mindset are completely different. Like they're, they're, they're almost on the same path or at the same path almost. LeBron is a goat in my mind, but like, I like I gravitate more towards like LeBron's philosophy, like when it comes to like family, helping inspire people, doing something that you love that feels like play and just pursuing that. I was thinking about that for me. It's like I feel so far when it comes to my mindset. Cause I feel like, like you could say, oh yeah, I'm rich. Yeah, I'm rich because I got money. But for me, like I heard it in the Russ song, he was like, yeah, I'm rich. He's like, I'm not rich when it comes to money. I'm rich on the quality of like of my soul. Like mm. that's what I think about when I think about rich or somebody who is like genuinely happy, individual, optimistic. Yeah, they go through life and go through every emotion still because we're human. Like every single person that you see goes through every single emotion as well. Some cope differently. Some have different strategies to manage that stress. Like, for me, I feel like everybody has stress. Like, some's physical stress. Some is mental stress. Stress trying to get to the level. Or stress could be frustration. That's Like, stress isn't just, like, you know, it's not panning out the way you want or you're trying to pursue it and it's not working. Like, it's also frustration, anger, jealousy, envy. Like, maybe these emotions that people don't work through. And for me, it's like, I always like to simplify things and make it simple so then I can get to the next spot faster. Like I'm, I'm trying to be, I try to put myself in the most optimal position where I don't have to stress out and I can just do things solely without having to listen to those doubts. Cause I'm still like working on that. I still have those doubts. Mm -hmm. Like things don't come in easy every day. I have to like try to have these like affirmations for myself. Like yeah. if somebody tries to project their, their negative energy and it reminds me of a auntie I had in the past mm -hmm. or, a conversation I had when I was like seven years old with my mom, they told me this and it clicked. So I still go through those cycles where I have to remind myself that people are still like, if somebody says something to me negative or tests my idea of what I'm trying to do or what I am doing, I have to remind myself like, you know, these affirmations of, well, this person's hurt. This person has been doing the same thing for years, lost gets, goes out and parties all day or does this all day. And that's how they get by life without being pursu like pursuing their passions. And this person is just projecting, yeah, their limitations onto me. I'm in my own world. I have to make sure I stay on like tunnel vision, stay on my path because I know what I really want to do. But sometimes people like distract you. So then it's like, okay, keep it simple. Understand how people are. Understand who you, who you are and where you're trying to go. And then try to put yourself in the best position because there's going to be a lot of noise. But you really just have to focus on, like, what's the end game? Like, what is it that you're trying to do here Facts. in this world while you can? 
No, that's facts. That's that's most definitely facts. Mm-hmm. And it's <clears throat> it's like it seems like the majority of people are like that. Like it seems like 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 what three out of four people that you'll meet are like that, and how like project the most. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, like I said, like that's why I'm so like I'll be so like grateful and happy when I meet someone who is in the mindset like like a mindset like you or a mindset of like you know a couple of my other boys you know what I'm saying like like basically a growth mindset open mindset you know and it's driving and and trying to build something for themselves and for their families you know what I'm saying and trying to be that that light for their people you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. you know it's definitely respectable and you know to, it's it's tough blocking out that noise bro because it's always it's always gonna be noise. It's always gonna be you know hate. You know like you know it, it's hard like distinguishing between like hate and people genuinely trying to give you advice. You know, well not I wouldn't say necessarily hard, but it, it's it's weird distinguishing between the two because it's like bro if you if you haven't been close to my shoes or in my shoes like bro you can't tell me what I should do. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure there's people that have told you like. Hey bro, you should do this with the podcast. Or hey bro, you should do this like with whatever you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Or me like, "Oh bro, like I don't think you should play arena. You should try to go do this." You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like you've never played sports in your life. Like, why are you trying yeah. to tell me what I should do? Mm-hmm. Or no, nah, like arena, like it's not worth it. It's not worth it to do it. It's not worth your body. Like, get it, yeah. I'm having a good ass time while I'm doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you never know, like your limitations aren't the same as mine. Mm -hmm. Your fears are not mine. You know what I'm saying? So like it, and for someone that maybe they didn't, they weren't in my shoes, but maybe they do have knowledge on the subject. I'll listen. Or if they're, they are older, like, you know, OG that's that's shooting game. Like I'll listen, bro. But if you're, the, the same guy sitting on your your couch, fucking smoking cigarettes, eating Doritos. You're trying to tell me like how to move, like when it comes to this football shit. It's yeah. like, bro, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like I, I'm straight. Like, um, you know, I have a I have a good ass mentor. You know, my pops, like probably one of the best mentors I've ever had. You know what I'm saying? And like, and quiet quiet as it's kept, he's never like what like. Even when I was young, he always was like, bro, you don't have to play sports if you don't want to. You don't have to play football if you don't want to. Like, as long as you do what you happy, do something that you're happy about. Like, bro, like, you could do whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? Mm. As long as it's legal. You know you feel me? But, <laughs> right. But, yeah, yeah. Like, that definitely, I can say that definitely, like, takes a lot of stress off of it. You know, like, okay, I can really, like, if I wanted to hoop, I could have just hooped. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, like, definitely like having him you know blocking out the noise and him already warning me about people you know, like hating and doing all that stuff like whatever, whatever what i'm doing even if i was like a businessman like say you open up your own car car spot there's gonna be people that that judge and have something to say about it people always got something to say about something they ain't got the hand in mm. you feel me so i think that like you know that the the right people giving you advice with the right intentions you know, it's it's cool to take advice, but if someone's giving you advice, giving you advice on something they they know nothing about and did, did no research, they just 
hey, you should do this or this, this or that or about your podcast or you should do this or that about your business or whatever you're doing. It's like, bro, like, I, hey, I hear you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just because I hear you doesn't mean I'm going to take your advice. Yeah. Man, how important is it? Because you just mentioned it. How important is it to have your father as a mentor? It's it's really big, bro. You know, I, I feel like, especially when, when in, like, times of need, like, you know, when it comes to, like, just life in general, like, he's definitely been, like, a, um, someone that's kept me, like, level-headed, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, like, I get hot-headed at times and stuff. Like, I don't think. I just try to act or I act out of, like, emotion or aggression. And he, like, he, like keeps me level. Like, bro, like, don't even, like, don't even worry about it. Like, yeah, I just keep working. Whoop. And, you know, it's helped me, like, mold me to how I am right now. You know, it's big, you know, because, you know, I don't know how I would have been, you know, without him or without him in, you know, in my life. So, you know, it's it's definitely um, really beneficial to have him. It's like having, like, you know, like I was saying before, like having, like, best friends that are, like, open-minded, positive-minded, like, like, influence like that can influence you motivate you it's it's super critical because like if you have all negative people around you which you think you're going to be you know so it's 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 super beneficial and i like i'm i'm really grateful for like you know my dad you know my mom you know even my you know my brothers sisters and stuff like that like everyone definitely has you know done especially my pops you know have done a great job with you know helping me out and being that that light for me uh, that's that's so dope too that's all i was thinking too because I, I started realizing more it's like how important it is to have like a mentor like i have a mentor at work and then like i have people that i like look up to not look up to but i have people that i like take things from like you my dad even people that are maybe quote unquote have still things i need to work through I always like to pick the good in people. Like, how is it? Like, let's let's say there's like a weakness that I feel that I have mm. that I want to strengthen, and somebody else has it. I try to like ask them questions. Like, kind of the, this podcast. Like, a lot of questions I ask you are selfishly for me. Like, mm. but I know it helps other people too <laughs> because a lot of people share the same things that I go through or that mm. you went through or or emotions and like you know past trauma or things that makes that other people do easy but sometimes for you it's so hard to do so like i always ask questions from other people and try to seek mentors without it's not like i ask somebody to be a mentor right like it's kind of weird it kind of naturally goes that way because you Mm -hmm. see somebody's in the position that you want to be so you ask questions like how'd you get this how'd you get there like when this happens how do you deal with this confrontation and how would you handle a situation like this more professional less emotional more logical like the importance of having a mentor is like absolutely needed to get to that next step or you seek out, look and learn from like other people's experiences, mm. but then also from your own experiences, put that together and then you'll learn to adapt faster to get to that position where you really want to be at. Yeah. Facts, facts, facts. So what, 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 who is somebody for you? Cause I know you're the oldest of nine. I know I know how hard that probably was, you know, especially not having no one to learn from. Cause me personally, I'm the youngest of seven, so I had you know seven siblings, and you know to to learn from you know their mistakes. You know you know you know my older brother Robert. You know Jordan. You know 
and all my sisters. So it's like, like learning from them, seeing, you know, their mistakes and seeing the stuff they were successful in and being able to sit back and be like, okay, maybe I should go this way because go through, if I go through that door, I seen four of my siblings go through that door, mm. didn't end well. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. who was somebody for you that helps you and guided you in a way, you know, no matter if it was way back when you were younger or now that guided you in a way that, you know, proved to be beneficial? So I I can briefly, as of right now, that got me, that got me to this point where I am currently is myself. Like Mm -hmm. since I didn't have nobody or didn't know that that was a way that people kind of was helped to mold them to who they are. I had to like see from the people around me, like the people around me, like made a lot of mistakes, like my family from or certain people in my life would make a lot of mistakes, a lot of jealousy was involved envy money opportunist is a type of family that i had um around me a a lot that i remember like i would always just see arguments or pettiness with money involved and how people would change a lot with money and this attachment and then i learned from watching that was like you know what i never want to be like that like i never want to do somebody this way because of getting five dollars and when I, when I could have got 10, when I could have got $10, I, you know, decided to share the money and I get five, you get five. Mm. But people like that I grew up with in my family, like would take the whole $10. Mm. And then it's like, I have family that would steal your a phone and then help you look for it. Like, and so from seeing that and then having it happen to me and then me taking it super personally at that time, and then learning from the experiences of them and how they did things all wrong, by the way, like I realized, like, I don't ever want to be like that. Like, I don't want to do this to people. Like, it doesn't feel good to me. And then you see how they are in their life and they're, you know, moving from men to men, woman to woman problems, you know, kids here and there and they're in jail or in and out and they don't have communication with their siblings and they're always doing like these negative things, toxic things. I was like, fuck that. Like, I was like, I, I, I see what it's doing to them. I was like, I definitely don't want that to go to me. And so I, I just felt like I had to put it on myself. I had to create what I wanted and who I wanted to help me when I didn't have that. So I kind of started studying, like, people that I like, the Ray Lewis. Like, I don't know why. Like, it's so random. I always pick, like, random people. Obviously, I was playing football a lot in my life, like, mm-hmm. in, like in my younger years. So, like, I would kind of look in that realm. So I would look at, like, the Ray Lewis, the Tony Gonzalez. Mm. I would look at, you know, like, the Troy Aikmans, the Adrian Petersons, the LeBron James in basketball, the Dwayne Wades. And then I would also look into, like, philosophers. And I would look at, like, Alan Watts, like a British philosopher. I would look at investors like uh, Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, um, Don, Don Miguel Ruiz, which is from the Toltec Wisdom, the guy who wrote The Four Agreements. Mm. Like, I would study these people, and I, and I would try to see, like, some of the things to then who – because I felt I wanted to be this person. Like, I want to be the person that I need the most in my most vulnerable times, which is a lot when I was younger because that's why I I always moved at the beat of my own drum, but sometimes I don't know where I was going a lot. I was yeah. just kind of hitting the wall, and then, oh, shit, turn around. I'd open the door. It's another door, another door to a brick wall like 
I had to figure it out with myself, make my own mistakes, do all the things that I learned from like my family, seeing what they did to then me realize like I started doing it to like the person who I was with. So I would start to realize like some of the things that was causing trouble around my family. I started then doing to my family and I was like, wait, 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 wait. this is not what I'm trying to do. This isn't really showing love and this isn't, doesn't even feel good. So I would kind of like realize to myself some of the things that I was doing that I was taught from the people who I tried not to be the most of. Mm. Sometimes you end up being all the worst things that, you know, the people around you did and subconsciously you start doing it. So like, I started doing that. I was like, oh shit. And I had to like reflect, look back. And that's kind of like what started that journey of like where I am now, like so different from like a lot of people. People always telling me like, like, you know, I'd make sure I don't let it feed the ego because like I have to make sure I stay level headed and humble because I got so much to learn. Like, I don't know nothing. Like I'm still learning a lot of shit. So I have to make sure that I stay grounded because I still got a lot more to learn. I got a lot more to do. I got a lot of things I'm working through. And doing that helped me be the person who I am right now. And when it comes to, like, the professional side of things, like, that was me personally, like, how I think, how I take care of myself. Something that you can't you can't push me now. Like, the wind's not going to blow me. Like, I know what I'm here for now. Now it's just doubling down on it. And professionally, when it comes to even communicating even better, was uh, my supervisor currently right now, shout out Shirley. I know she watches the podcast too. And she, like, actually helped me get the more professional side of things and like making the right sacrifices the way you look at it it's all about your perspective of like talking to associates you know coming from a good place not looking at people like numbers but as regular human and try to do everything you can to try to help people because you know life does suck life gets Mm -hmm. in the way for certain people it might be easy for me to do something and it might be hella harder for them to do something so it's like i try to offer a light a window I try to like have like a helping hand and she's taught me as so far right now like professionally in growing that department like a CEO like a business and and the business uh analytics and when it comes to you know making the proper margins and the return of investment stuff like that so that's kind of where I'm at right now yeah and and to wrap up, one 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 more question I have for you is, you know, with all these things that happen to you, because that's you know that's that's pretty tough, you know, family, doing those type of things, you know, and really treating, you know, family like they're not family, like you know, um, and you know, you know, some of that stuff rubbing off on you, and you treating like other people like the same way, um, like, how is it with you know those family members that treated you like that? Is there like do you hold any grudges or is it just kind of like, okay, you guys over there, I'm over here. We're cool, but you know, just, just, you know, leave me alone. Or is it just like, okay, that was in the past. Like we we're moving on from now. I believe like it was at that time. And I don't know if they're that same person because I, I was at a point where I don't need to know that. Like I had to accept the fact like they are who they are and where I'm trying to go doesn't match with them. And who I'm trying to be, I can't be around those people. So I had to keep my space, create that distance. And I haven't seen them since then. And nor do I even, like, want to wow. either. Not because I have, like, a grudge or, like, maybe I have hate towards them or nothing like that. It's just, like, you know. And they could be maybe at the same, 
energy that I would like somebody to be with me so I could hang out with them and be around them. They might be the way I am now too, but I think I'm just at a point where I have, and the people who have stuck with me and has been here, that's enough. I don't really need to seek, you know, acceptance from them or like I need to uh, amend something or yeah. they need, I don't need their apology. Like I will always accept their apology. Like I understand and I get it at that time and how they were thinking and who am I to judge them? You know, like yeah. I, they were going through their own things. Imagine how their life was. You know, when you look at somebody that causes a lot of harm, just imagine what people did to them to bring them to be like that. So I had to just accept the fact of they're who they are. I, I do keep my space, but not like I'm trying to do it. Like naturally just cause I had to separate myself. Like I have mm. people around me, the people who I love and love me and that's all I need now. So now I just stay in that circle and I will, if I see them down the street, I will always show love. Like, oh, damn, it's been years. Like, how have you guys been? That's good to hear. But if they're like, oh, we should go hang out, like, I would kindly say no. Like, no, nah, mm. I'm good. Like, thank you. I'm just happy to see you. I wish you the best. I hope the family's okay. And then I'll just keep my life going. Yeah. Facts. Mm. That, you're definitely better than me. Yeah. <laughs> Took me a while, especially, though. Especially with that, like, uh, I don't, I don't like, I don't like that, that feeling of, like, you know, Especially in a situation, I know the situation you guys were in, like someone to, you know, take someone in and then something happened, you know, mm-hmm. I can't, I, you know, I, that would rub me the wrong way. Cause you know, with my brother, Robert, you know, it was different for him because, you know, uh, things were involved, you know, obviously he wasn't in his right mind and stuff like that. But, you know, dealing with stuff like that in the family, like the stealing, the lying, all that stuff, like, I'm just uh, like, I'm so distant, like when it comes to that. I get so distant and I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I don't even want, I don't even want to think, I don't even think about you. Like, I just want you to take your space. I'll take mine and let's just, you know, Mm -hmm. let's just keep our distance. You know what I'm saying? That's just better off. You feel me? But, you know, everybody has their different ways of dealing with stuff like that. But, but yeah, man, I think, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this episode, brother. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you for opening up and giving us, you know, some insight on, you know, how you, you know, you think about things and how you go through the process. And, you know, I, I, I really, I'm really starting to get, you know, comfortable with this, you know, the podcasting thing. And it's definitely, you know, from the feedback we're getting, you know, the, the, the people we're getting to message us, follow us, subscribe on the TikTok too. TikTok. Like, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy how many people were, you know, influencing and motivating and, you know, it's, it's going to continue to grow. So, you know, we appreciate you guys and we thank you for, you know, tapping in with us on Self Relations Podcast. Sheesh. Bam. I like how you do-